You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from the Queenie bitch. And Queenie told us um, a drinking story, a, a wild drinking story that uh, took them all over town. This week, I sat down with Victoria Vinson, and Victoria told me, well, we talked about a lot of stuff, but uh, primarily, um, Victoria told me about a time that she shit her pants on New Year's. Here's Victoria Vincent. Have you ever shit yourself? Here we go. Um, coming in hot. Uh, okay, you know, I, people have asked me this a lot on this podcast. I never have. Okay. I feel like I want to tell that story, but... Oh, no, please do. You know, But I'm I, like, I don't know if I want that out in the world, but yes, I definitely did, like, <laughs> kind of senior year of college, uh, New Year's Eve at the end of the night. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. You're like, New Year, New Me. <laughs> new Year, New Me. I'm going to shit myself out. <laughs> Um, no, I, well, I, you know, for me, I usually have more of the opposite problem where I can't shit. Oh, that's like, I, I sympathize with that. Cause like I used to think diarrhea was the worst thing, but it's, it's much worse when you're stuffed up. Like that's oh, that. it's painful. So yeah, during, during the pandemic, like I had a few, it happened to me like twice, like during the pandemic where I was so constipated for no reason. And I like could like, I was sick, like it was bad, but I also as as I've gotten older, I have started um, enjoying the uh, experience of diarrhea, and um, it, it was a f- there was a few times where like in the real world, if I hadn't been sitting at home the whole time, I would have shit my pants because like I was there. I was on a Zoom meeting where I and I I write for this women's health website, and it's like once every like four months we have to do a Zoom meeting. Like not it's not an often like the one Zoom meeting I'm doing. And there was only like, it's only an hour. We're 40 minutes through. I only had 20 minutes left. I was like, I am going to shit my pants in my living room on this Zoom meeting. So I had to turn the thing off. I had to turn off my screen and my sound and and run to the bathroom and have like, like mind blowing diarrhea. Like the kind, like I came back and I switched my screen back on and I was like white as a sheet, (laughs) like sweaty. I think that's the one thing I do like about not working from home is because like people work from home that's like a constant problem like when i had i had a doctor's appointment via zoom and i had i kept muting myself when i was burping or farting (laughs) um but at my job i just find a good corner in the hospital like literally like we all there's a shit bathroom that we all know that's the one that no one goes to we all poop in it and if someone's going there you know they're pooping except our one coworker who's a psychopath who poops right in the department where we can all hear him pooping He's he a 65-year-old man who has <laughs> IBS but doesn't understand why he has IBS but eats uh, calzones and drinks seven Mountain Dews a day. Ooh. And he's like, I don't understand why I'm shitting myself constantly. Maybe eat like you're not fucking 15 and eat like you're 65. Eat like you're not a 21-year-old Literally. drunker. Maybe. And try that. My <laughs> God. I'm like, you can't, have, you can't have greasy pizza and sausage. And uh, oh, he Ooh. loves jerky. He loves jerky. He's going to murder us all one day <laughs> for sure. The first day I started working there, he was Googling concealed carries on our work computer <laughs> I was like, I was like, he's like i just want to know <laughs> i was like <laughs> for, the, for the listeners <laughs> victoria almost just fell down and we are in the basement again the basement. I, this is my new thing now we're doing it in the basement this is a new basement it, podcast I, okay and Jenna's uh, at least i'm wearing leggings because i'm standing like this <laughs> i'm yeah. sitting legs wide open for, for Jenna right now yeah victoria is quite spread eagle <laughs> yeah it's okay i one time i went to like a, a college conference and i was at a dance we were at like <laughs> 
it's a weird thing. There was a dance at the end of the conference, and I was wearing a dress, but like without leggings, and I was sitting exactly kind of like this. And a girl's like, "You know that you're exposed," and I was like, "Well, I'm sitting like this, so I think I know." But it, it was also a choice. It's more comfortable to sit with my legs wide open. Are you not always doing that? I never learned etiquette. For being a rich kid, I never learned etiquette. Well, I did go to an etiquette class, but we just cut three musketeer bars in half, so. What What the fuck? So here's the thing. This is my, also, this is my first time, not literally right now, but, like, in the past few months is the first time I've heard about, like, these, like, classes, because, like, there's, like, oh, yeah. those, like, um, not debutante, but, uh, oh, cotillion. Yeah, my, I didn't do cotillion, but my sister did. In Ohio? Um, yeah. Uh, is Ohio kind of the South and I didn't know it? Um, yeah, because we, Ohio, yeah, because football's big and we're very conservative. Interesting. Um, literally. My dad optionally lives in Trunk Country because he just likes being in the country. And he's like, I'm one of them. And I'm like, no, you're not, man. You're a black <laughs> man. You're not one of them, but good for you. <laughs> you can think that. But enjoy the landscape. I was like, enjoy the landscape, but you're definitely not one of them. Remember that when you're shooting on your property, okay? <laughs> No, yeah, uh, they there was cotillions. I didn't do it, but I, my mom made a second etiquette class. Um, and the reason why we were cutting through musketeer bars is because they were teaching us how to cut properly, like how you oh. should, how I cut now, which isn't properly, where you just cut at the grizzle and just eat with your hands. Yeah. that's how you're not supposed to do it. And then we did learn how to cut there. You're like, and you hold it this way. And I've never held my fourth the correct way. I know, I know how I'm you're supposed, supposed to, hold to do it. Like backwards, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. And no, no, never done it. And I've forgotten all the place settings. The only reason I was excited for it is because we got to go to a really fancy restaurant at the end of it to, like, show off our skills. I didn't give a fuck. It's a bad, it's a bad, what do you call it? Yeah, just don't touch the little end. Uh, okay, you can't remember. Yeah, We're I in the basement. I hope the listeners will forget. I hope you guys realize that Jenna's murdering me in about wh- whatever hope, this is. I hope the listeners also realize it smells like raw shit down here. Yeah. It smells like sewage. And neither of us are the cause of it. I want everyone no, to know yeah, that no one we shit didn't down here. shit. But Someone else might some, have, but something. This is where people come to get murdered. There's a few bikes down here too. No, this is where people come to cut a two by four and have. <laughs> That's fair. There is a saw in here, but then also that Couple you know, saws. murder, uh, murder is also a possibility. I don't know why I said murder. Does that? I think that that Windex is labeled with my name, <laughs> Vincent. Oh. No, this is vinegar. Same thing. Okay, narcissist. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Does I that think say my name? <laughs> that, everything, everything's mine. Okay, we're Although, we're in it now. I don't know what that's for. What is that tiger over there? Oh, it's beautiful. I don't know. You know, it's just there's a lot of tchotchkes and stuff down here. Little things that'll probably eventually make its way up to the bar. I hope. Yeah, this place. Yeah, if you guys ever want to come by, this is a serial killer's paradise. <laughs> It kind of is. You'd be able to chop the body up, and yeah. and there's a dumpster right out back. You problem yeah. solved. <laughs> no one would find it. Yeah. Um. But I want to hear about how you shit your pants. Well, okay. But then I decided that I have a better story. Oh, okay. Than shitting my pants. But then I forgot it. Oh, what the hell? Well, I know. Um. No, it's a lot. Here, do you eat in bed a lot? Yes. I let I eat laying flat on my back, and it's messy. You know we're not supposed to do that. My dad reminds me that every as, as a doctor reminds me that you shouldn't eat. Right before you're going to bed. Oh, absolutely. And not. I did not know that, but he no, like. No, I know that. And I do it anyways. I mean, I knew that when he and told my me. My jeans I, get all fucked up. I keep eating like salty foods right before bed and having uh, nightmares. I I'm always having nightmares. I don't think it's food based. I think mine I'm, is. Mine's from all the fucking salt. I eat a big piece of ham and go to bed. <laughs> Isn't that great? Just eat a big piece of ham. I like. I had like octopus before I went to bed one night. But uh, no octopus. 
eat no both no, of those are weird salty. <laughs> and the ham was it like deli ham or did you have an actual honey baked ham christmas ham it was a ha- i had left i had christmas leftovers so no jenna's just buying ham out of season i love ham well i mean it was out of season like well, I don't have to explain myself to you. <laughs> you. Yeah, you do. It's your podcast. No, I mean, like, here's the thing. I, that's the only other time I got close. To, I don't know if I really shit my pants so much as, like, I was shitting as I was going to, as I was trying to make my way to the bathroom. And, um, like, I mean, that kind of counts. Yeah, I mean, it definitely kind of <laughs> counts. We're splitting hairs here. But it was, like, the morning after New Year's. I'm not sure what happened. But when I was Oh, in, you're not sure. But, well, when, like, when I was in college, my friends were, like, super proud of shitting. Like, them, like you know, we, uh, they, they would, they would be like, oh, I'm having a PA, which was what they stand for, for poop attack. <laughs> Um, they but they also were really weird girls. Their um, Wi-Fi password was Swamp Ass ninety seven. <laughs> okay, actually, I do remember in high school, like the like cool girls were like so. I remember being like, "How is it cool that these girls are being like, oh God, I have to fart?" And I'd be like, I I felt so horrified to to admit that ever. They'd be like, "I I gotta take a shit," and they would just own it and like we're like. I know the cool the, hot girls, yeah. and I was like, I, I was like, I wish I could get some of what you have, but I was like, I was holding in farts for eight hours, so I got home from school. I, I wouldn't even pee at school sometimes. I didn't drink a lot of water, full disclosure, but I would get home. I, I only lived like a block from school, so I'd walk down the hill and get home. But I remember like walking in the front door and being like. It would like hit me all at once. I'd be like, I didn't pee the entire day, and I'd be like, Holy fuck, I gotta pee right now. Yeah, Jenna, that's <laughs> not. That's not great. No. I'm, uh, it's not good. You should be drinking water and peeing. Both of those things know, are healthy parts of, of life. Yeah. yeah, they're very important. I remember what it was going to be. You know what my stories are? The amount of times that I've given myself food poisoning um, by fucking choice. I mean, listen, here's, there's two occasions where I've given myself food, poison, food poisoning. Um, and they were both like options that I knew that I was doing it. <laughs> The first time is when I was cooking a bratwurst and I did not cook it completely through. Well, yeah. Because like they're very hard to cook, okay? Like I they're actually, not easy. I didn't mean because it's like it's hard to check. That's the thing and that's why I do not I'm not allowed to cook anything that comes in a casing. I'm giving myself <laughs> that rule. Because I tried to the other night, I tried to make, I had to cut through every single one of the bratwurst I was making to make sure they were cooked. I couldn't, so they don't look like bratwurst. They look like fun little half bratwurst. Do you Uh want a half bratwurst that you have to put into a full bun? They look like weenies. Yeah. No, because I don't know how to check if they're cooking and um, no one ever taught me. The other time that I did it, that's the more serious time where I gave myself a real, (laughs) um, (laughs) I ate uh, like nine day old chicken. And you See, definitely shouldn't do that, you guys. Me? And I was listen. I did lose. I did lose a healthy ten pounds. It no, was, I did. How long were you sick? Like a good seven days. And I was just. And I was also keto at the time. That's and two days longer than the. Or no, two days less than the chicken. Yeah, around. and <laughs> the thing is, like, I was doing keto at the time, so I was trying not to cheat. So I got Gatorade Zero, and I didn't have any crackers. And then I was going like doing weigh-ins every week, and she's like, "You've lost fifteen pounds this week." <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> I was like, great. So from now on, just giving myself food poisoning always because okay, so I just could never. Rancid chicken? Is yeah, that the, that's it wasn't. Ticket? It didn't taste rancid, baby. It was good. Really? <laughs> it uh... was actually not bad. It, but my mom was. My dad was cool with it. My dad is as bad as me with expiration dates. He's like, yeah, that's probably fine. Oh, my dad's like that too. Yeah. Because he's like real. Like he buys the stuff where it's like on sale at the grocery store, like marked down to one dollar because it's like, yeah, illegal to sell now. <laughs> and like that's all he buys. And he's always. It, but I do agree with that. It's like, 
I think the expiration date is kind of like a suggestion. Like when people are throwing away milk because it's past the expiration date, I'm like, that's just wasteful. Like a, a dairy cow was brutalized for us to drink this. So yeah. let's not throw it away. I will say that I don't know what's wrong with my fridge, but my milk is actually spoiling before the expiration date. <laughs> so I should figure out. Did someone put a curse on you? What's going on? Did someone put a purse on my bowels? Because that's, <laughs> it's like, those are the grossest situations. I'm like, that or like when I like, so like, I've, I've told this story before, like on this show, like on the actual live showcase. And I think I might have told it last time I was on the podcast. But like, I have this like condition where I get abscesses all the time. And I'm very casual about it because... It's so casual for me at this point that I just don't care. But I went to go visit my friends in Cleveland and I had happened to have one and it burst when I was there. So oh. and I was just like, whatever. I went in the bathroom and I started just like, you know, pushing it out so I could get all the blood and pus out. Wait, it's on your neck? It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's this, I mean, we can educate the listeners. It's this condition called uh, hydronitis supertiva. It's a uh, it's if you look it up, just type HS. If you living with HS, um, so you just get abscesses because your sweat glands get clogged all the time. You're like oh. a dog, <laughs> like a dog who can't sweat as a human, as a human person. Uh, so I used to get abscesses all the fucking time. So for me, it became so casual that I just be like, I don't let it happen. Let me just clean this out. But that's not as casual for everyone else. So I just threw them away in the bathroom trash can. So just a bunch of blood and pus in the bathroom trash can oh. of my hotel room. My Did friends it hurt. Um, yes, Jenna, they, <laughs> they hurt until you, until they burst. And then it's like this really almost like, uh, almost like this, uh, orgasm like relief when you, when that bursts, when it bursts, it's like, we love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a relief when you're like, you can feel it burst. You're like, Oh, it's gone. And then like, and I was, because I'm a psychopath, I do enjoy drink. I, I mean, like, you know, Dr. Pimple Popper, the whole obsession with yes, that. I, do. I don't have to watch the show. To I, do it. I get to live that life. I get to do That's it my, to myself. Amazing. So I have to live the life of like wondering what that show is like. I get to do it to myself. Not anymore. I had this surgery where they took my sweat glands out. I am actually now a dog. Um, Wait, seriously? You can't have your sweat glands removed. Um, Wait, it's like all of them? No. No, well, the problem like, ones. Exactly. Right. Okay. I was like, let me I, give you I, context. I was like, the human body is crazy. Uh, give, no, no, please explain. <laughs> let me give you context, because yeah, no, not all of them, just the problem areas. Yeah, that's and weird. the problem areas are the ones you would expect. Like it was like under my boobs, so it'd be like when I was running, or like you know, okay, and then like the neck one is the only weird one. All the other places make sense. So my bo- under my boobs, in my armpits, and then like in my groin, which I don't wow. mind talking about. So like I just had like the most severe case of HS that people have seen. And they're just like, wow, she's just got it everywhere. And I'm like, that's it, babe. When I do something, I do it big. <laughs> go right. big or yeah, go, go home. Go big or go home. And so I used to get them like every week. But yeah, and then my friend came out of the bathroom. And finally, after everyone was drunk, they were like, they're like, um, there's there's a lot of blood in the bathroom, and I was like, oh yeah, don't don't worry about that. Like we're we're having a great time. They're Girlfriends. Like, they're, they're also like, you have a huge bandage on your neck, and I was like, I was like again, don't worry about it. Okay, Anyone we're just we're just hanging out. Anything could have happened. Okay. <laughs> All right, nobody asked you to come down here, Sarah. That's actually the girl's name. I, might, I shouldn't have used her real name. Sorry, Sarah. She's not listening. She hates me. But there was one story. The reason I asked you if you ate in bed is because one time I got drunk and ate. I had gone to a Wisconsin cheese festival, if you could believe it, and had brought some cheese back. And um, drunk Victoria ate it in her bed, but she didn't eat all of it. She rolled around in most of it. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, the good cheese. Like, you guys have good cheese. So it had it was, like, habanero, like, cheese curds. And um, so I just rolled around in oil and ruined my new bed. <laughs> 
I think it's drunk Victoria loves doing that. I it's see. not a gross story. It's just that means like I can't own anything <laughs> nice story. We can't have nice. I used to eat chocolate chips in bed when I was a kid because we never had like good snacks in the house. So I would just eat chocolate chips as like candy and uh, I would eat them laying flat down in bed. And I swear I would never lose one. But in the morning I'd wake up and I'd rolled all over a chocolate chip. <laughs> Like See, that's the problem. That's in my I, bed. I drank eat so many times that I that happened to me. I, no, and I was sober. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I was a teenager. I was uh, 16. I was just a okay. Little, well, I a mean, if you're like, hey, I was like, maybe she's not sober. <laughs> I used to play this game with it where I would lay on my back and try to catch things in my mouth. Now you know what the problem with that is when you catch something in your mouth, it tends to go down your throat. Yes, it does. So I would do that with pennies. With a penny? Yeah, oh, I, they taste like shit. And, they taste like no, they taste like blood, which is you know well, kind of fun. I don't love. That. I mean, blood <laughs> tastes like iron. But yeah, I used to play that game where I would just like uh, see if I could drop something from above onto my face. It's like a skittle. It'll hit you in the tooth. You'll go. Whoa. Right, but I would have my mouth open so it wouldn't hit me in the tooth. It'd go Straight right down. to my th- right to my throat. Straight down. And the that's gullet. when I learned I didn't have a gag reflex, and that's worked <laughs> out for an adult Victoria. We have learned. Oh, I super have a gag. Re- I bought a. Um, I might grind my teeth at night, so I bought like a mouth guard to try to oh, that's good. to take care of that. I can't wear it because when I put it in, I gag. I put it in, I go. <gasps> How can you? No, you gotta. You can't. And it's not even that far back. It's just my back molars. Oh man, Jenna, that must mean you must deliver and I grind something out. Like in sex. a motherfucker. See. No, I bring a lot of energy. I you bring, bring a lot, lot of energy. energy. I just, for me, like everyone, I'm just memorable for crazy blowjobs because. Um, really. Yeah, because the key to a good blowjob is if you don't care if you live or die. <laughs> <laughs> just like get this down there and don't breathe me i treat it like enjoying a popsicle on the fourth of july i'm, I'm like, it's very leisurely for me i'm just kind of like oh let's just see what the tip what's going on with the tip and then i'll be like that's probably enough of that no for <laughs> me i'm like doing can i swallow this whole like i do all food oh <laughs> no i have a hard gag reflex i like it's like oh my god that's, uh, when yeah. they try to push my head down i'm like this is your funeral asshole you know or, or, or he's gonna accidentally <laughs> kill you and then and yeah. then yeah good luck getting rid of my yeah get rid of, long good luck body. Getting rid of yeah. <laughs> she don't you do have long legs i, I noticed that i, I know I'm i mean we were jenna and i were comparing dumpster. heights earlier because i was pissed as hell because she thought she was taller than me she's yeah, not we we clarified that i'm definitely taller it seemed like i could have been but well because you were trying you were, <laughs> she was stretching her uh, body whatever <laughs> live show the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of the stories okay so okay this one's kind of, this one's kind of crazy when i was 15 i had met a guy I started hooking up with i met him at the end of my driveway late one night and we started hooking up in his parents car when he went down on me he pulled up and he had blood covering his mouth oh. we both realized i got my period and we're like all right i guess time to stop I went home, and this man crashed his dad's car into a telephone pole. <laughs> oh, Twist man. ending, right? That, that's when she was 15. That happened to me at 29. <laughs> well, the, it's so funny. It's like the period part's like the misdirect, and then she's like, yeah, and like, then he smashed his car into I a thought pole. The, I thought she was going to say something like he just showed up home like not like like he didn't <laughs> wash it off. 
which is what happened with the guy who here's the thing i as a in a, as an adult you realize that period sex is not that weird no like when yeah. you're younger you think oh my god i like i'm not supposed to be around men right now younger women will not only not have sex if they're on their period they'll have anal sex instead no. that's like no. a thing that's being like yeah she said we should have anal because she was i was like what okay this is gonna sound so bad because it's gonna make me sound like a basic uh white frat dude but did you ever read that guy's story um i hope they serve beer in hell so there's this tucker guy, max yeah whatever yeah tucker and i max, have read name. part of that book yeah. and that man is a serial rapist i have to believe <sighs> see and that's probably right but 15 year old victoria was like oh this no, is so funny so i he's remember a, as a teenager reading it at a bookstore and being like this is so crazy yeah you're just like oh and you're so drawn into it so the one and story in there treating is, women like animals right and that's and that's literally why i was like that's how i know it was a terrible like listen i'm he smart enough to know it's terrible and that's, film a, him having that's sex the story him. that i was yes. going to talk about the anal that story where she ends up like shitting on him and i'm just work. like yeah and, and also imagine reading that book as a teenage boy and thinking that's like the type of thing that's okay i mean that to, yeah. to whoever public it's more like to have one fucking crazy piece of shit guy that's like, listen to my weird fucking stories. But to have a publishing company be like, what this if we made idea. money off of yeah. something evil? Yeah. And you know, I, I think it's one of the most sick pieces of literature. Like, well, Jenna, I would rather I'm gonna be, to, I'm gonna be honest like, with you. I think you don't know a lot about publishing because they all do. <laughs> I think they all. Well, yeah. Fucking Fifty Shades of Grey type shit. too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's not even. Yeah. I like when you're in high school and stuff, you don't realize like as a woman how how toxic those things are so you're just like no, oh that's you don't. you're yeah. just like oh that's a funny story about you know because the whole the reason i thought it was funny in high school is because like yeah like you they were they were trying anal for the first time and she shit on him and then his friend came out and threw up on them and that was like oh that's a funny story but it's like no your friend was hiding in the closet because you wanted him to film you having sex with a girl no, yeah, without you, her consent yeah so you that's always you, a fun thing you for abused the girl. your girlfriend who trusted you and and she got you back by shitting on you and that's fine but it's like i don't you know from her perspective i don't think that would be getting anyone back she's no, like I I, she now there's a video of me shitting on her. like well, i don't think that ever I mean, went anywhere i hope I, not i hope and that's I think, a fake story that the, the most i can hope yeah. is that he was writing those stories for money and they're not real but it's like to ever i think yeah i think that's one of the most fucking he was really that's why i said when i said it initially i was like look this is gonna sound problematic but again as a woman when you're younger you don't you don't realize no, it's sort of problematic i you're like, absolutely remember reading yeah. those i was in a bookstore and i yeah. read that and you're literally just i stood like, there oh. for 30 minutes reading this you fucking listen to what people book. tell you is cool and, and everyone's like oh this guy's so made cool a movie out of thank it. you that was the next thing i was gonna say that was the next thing i was gonna say was that they made a movie out of it. It was like, I mean, so yeah, I don't think he did anything. On top of that, yeah. yeah. Not even the publishers, but then somebody said, Oh, God, you know we're not how, great, you America. You know how could squeeze more money out of these, like, sad people and, and confuse them into hurting women daily is let's make a fucking feature film. It, yeah. it, and it was fucking Logan from Gilmore Girls. He's the, he, he plays Tucker Max. Also, Tucker Max is a fucking dog. He is ugly yeah he's there's a hot. picture of him on the back Logan of the book is hot I go, though because well, i used yeah, to be in love with him that guy could get it but i was in love with him the picture on the back of the book i'm like this troll tricked that many women into sleeping with him what the fuck i i, I hope tucker max is, is listening to my podcast that reaches about I hope he does 20 too. people a week <laughs> i hope he hears this and i hope he feels really bad about himself yeah i, uh, I <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those things where it was such a quick fad and then it disappeared of him, but it's continued on with even more creeps that are like guys that just like that's their thing where it's like, no, it's like their comedy solely based on 
terrible stories about what they've done in bed to women and i'm like yeah oh that just means that's why you can't ever go back to the same woman for sex well and also like that's why you only do hookups because no woman wants a second time with you well yeah well, absolutely but also i think a lot of like um men straight men's comedy that they might not even realize what they're doing but it's like a lot of it is like based on like like whenever a guy does like a voice like a woman's voice and he and he like and she was like can i have a vacasetta and he like talks like that it's like you might think you're just doing a silly little voice but what you're saying is this dumb broad that is good for nothing but sucking my dick said something stupid like what's implied is so harmful yeah and it's that's what we've replaced we've kind of replaced the word stupid to re, uh, a certain extent to like basic yes oh you know, absolutely that's what it is because like people will be like because you know yeah. what basic is things that women like we've, right that's what we in normal to. things that we're allowed to like like you know because in it's a you whole can't like a flavor of coffee now because it's basic right and it's like for me as a black woman like me liking those things makes me white yes you know yeah. like everyone's like oh like you know if you have a pumpkin spice latte yeah i mean like, like i like love i love white call every bitch you know because and that's not because i'm black it's because i'm fat i like white call because it's got no <laughs> carbs in it i'm trying to do keto so if anything I, i'm a fat girl before i'm a black girl and that's the problem i have with it because it's like anything you like that is just like mainstream is makes you basic no those are just normal things that everyone likes and, and every girl there likes, isn't and really to. an equivalent of that for men like i guess like maybe a little bit like when people like like axe body spray in yeah the like the axe 2000s. or like you know kind of like the patagonia like vest situation yeah, i just told a guy upstairs and i kind of was joking and i was kind of insulting at the same time and that was me because he was actually a really nice guy and i said i was like i really like your vineyard vines Coat. oh yeah yeah that was be good. and it, like it was kind of a joke because he was an older guy and i didn't think he realized like vineyard vines came out like when we were in college and it was like the fratty douchey yeah. and like the sorority girls who'd wear them so i was like that's what i equivalent vineyard but vines it's almost with. more it's more equated to like being like preppy and being like rich than right. than being like basic because like poor girls can be basic and like that's very to true. Be, You're correct. You know, the Vineyard Vines, the Patagonia yeah. vest with a fucking, uh, you know, gingham button down. That's more like equated to like Ooh, upper class. You mean the, the pattern. Well, it's not she plaid. Knows. It's not plaid. It's gingham. It's and I gingham. hate, I hate gingham. She hates gingham and she's wearing plaid right now. And she wants you to know that. That's right. Yeah. She doesn't. And wear you know what? This is secondhand. And the girl that gave it to me got a bunch of paint stuck to it. So. That's fair. <laughs> All right. What's another, what's another listener story? Okay audience story this one's short and sweet it says once during sex a guy called my pussy obtuse still not sure what he meant <laughs> i mean he could have just been naming it as an angle i think it's one of those things where he learned a word and was like let me try this one yeah out. <laughs> and she didn't question it i would have made him explain himself <laughs> but he could have just been like hey your uh, vagina sits at an angle and this yeah. is a specific <laughs> angle if any other guy is wondering next time maybe but i, mean, I doubt it's that i kind of doubt it as well yeah Okay, let's see. Um, <laughs> this one. Um, <laughs> okay, this one's weird. Um, this 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 audience member said, "Is this gross?" My partner wiped the cum off my chest, <laughs> wiped the gum off my chest with a tissue, and then blew his nose on the same tissue. <laughs> I got that one at the live show, and I went. I have to answer this question. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, absolutely, it is. I don't know. Maybe it's a new kick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is interesting. I it's mean, yeah, fluids. But I yeah. would never. I don't. It. 
maybe he did the inside out thing. It's like what we do in the hospital when we're wiping bums. We uh, you gotta they teach you how to do it where you like you wipe it one side and then you flip and you close it. Oh, and then you yeah, wipe yeah, the other yeah. side. That makes sense. So then, so you're not really technically wiping it with the same oh, thing. I'm, I'm not just. I just want you guys to know. I am not. Um, I'm not just in hospitals wiping bums for fun. I, it's a job. <laughs> no, it's no, a, no, it's a hobby. It's a, it's a hobby <laughs> and a job. You gotta love what you do. It's an interesting. Um, but no, I mean, but I don't think it was that. I think he probably. Uh, I can't. I'm trying to explain that, but it's weird anyway. There's not. There's not because cum gets weird and sticky after you have it. So it's I, like, yes. why would you want to like blow it, your nose on the same it gets thing? It's so viscous. It's. It is. It's like that thing. It, mm, yeah. No. That's. The, you can't explain the one. He's gonna murder someone later. You gotta find that it's man. It's gotta go nose first. I think. I think it's gotta go nose. <sighs> then. Yeah, then I don't penis. Want that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Geez. I'm not a doctor, but that's what I would say. I'm not a doctor, but I don't think you should put cum in your nose, and I don't think you have to be a doctor <laughs> to determine that. Uh, not in the way that, like, yeah, it's fine if you get in there and you're doing a little bit and the cum actually accidentally gets in your nose. But, like, if you're optionally blowing your nose with cum on it, I think you're just – either that or, like I said, it is a kink for him. He wants his cum. And then like, I'm back on board. And then if it's a honest. kink, I'm like, then that's fine and we can keep doing it. It's and let me, I'm not going to do it. But that's fun for – if that's fun for you, that's fun for you. <laughs> we can't? Yuck is yum. <laughs> yeah, I like I mm, come is it's not a bad thing, but it's not like something where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put that everywhere. It, yeah, it's um. and I don't do any more like the face stuff anymore because I wear fake. I wear eyelash extensions. So I'm like, yeah, don't get that. Wipe off. Like, you know, I don't want any cum on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I haven't made that clear. you guys. <laughs> Maybe just like cheekbone and below would be OK. Yeah, I'll have to explain that next time. Hit the what I'm going to say is I'm going to say, like, I'm going to put an eye mask on real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and then we proceed. <laughs> yeah, you can and do whatever you want. That's your kink, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's my kink is eye mask only, and then you decide. It's yeah. a game, like a mystery. <laughs> Our life story comes from the Queenie Bitch, and Queenie runs a fun show called The Diva Hour at My Buddies that you should check out. And this is recorded um, as part of a special ladylike show at the hideout um as part of tomorrow never knows fest and this was in january of 2022 here's the queenie bitch Probably like three to like four times a week, 
like on these adventure style nights out. Like we were talking to every person we fucking could. Like I was like, just like, hi, my name, blah, 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 like making up stories, accents, all kinds of shit. Like again, crazy that we're alive. And like at one point, we're gonna go out, and Ted's gonna drive. Already a bad idea. Right? So I go in, we get into his car, I'm in the passenger seat, he turns it on, the first thing I notice is the whole car just starts vibrating again, right? Which is not a good sign when this is what's carrying you for the rest of the evening. And then half of the dashboard lights didn't work, so things like rate of travel, complete mystery. You'll never find out, you know? And it's like, and then as we started going forward, the car starts lurching with every rotation like it was limping. Right? Like the car is limping. And again, he was living on my couch. So we we're leaving from my place. I didn't, I don't now, but I had a car at this point. And my car was fine. It would have gotten us there, but I was like, I don't feel like driving today. You know, like, right then on my obituary, the Queenie bitch didn't feel like driving that night. You know, and just like, okay, fine, we'll go. So we're, <laughs> he's like, hey, but be careful, because if I drink too much, you might have to drive me home. I'm like, bitch, don't threaten me. I will leave you. Right? I will suck a trucker's dick and leave you in the fucking farmlands. Do not threaten me. Right? But we go, we meet Alex at the bar. And we are meeting Alex's uh, friend for a long time, Allie. Now here's the thing. Allie is the most basic ass white bitch that ever basic ass white bitched, right? Like, but she thinks she's just the coolest. You know, like she just goes over and orders a pumpkin spice latte, latte like I invented this. You know, and it's like, and she never has an, like she's always smiling because everyone's just so in love with her at that moment. And like she, at one point, I found this story out before I even met her. Uh, she had a friend who was about to have an abortion, so instead of just being a normal individual who's just being nice and supportive, she decides she's gonna throw an abortion party. Right, yeah, not exactly the best idea, but it was a party that we were very much considering going to. And we are gonna do the whole thing where you like wear the sheets with the ketchup and the coat hanger and the cabbage patch coat. If you're gonna go to an abortion party, you already know you're getting canceled, you might as well fucking go, you know what I mean? So, I mean don't half-step it. If you're gonna do it, get the story, bitch, you know? <laughs> you know they, like, everyone else like came to their senses just like we did, we're like, we're not fucking going, so they canceled it before it ever fucking happened, but this is the person that we're going to meet. So, the thing about Allie, though, is she had known Alex for a long time, like through childhood and everything, knew her brothers, knew her family, and Alex and Ted were not supposed to be together. Right? They had been together for about like two and a half years, and it had been rocky as fuck. To the point where her parents hated him so much that if they found out that he was in Chicago, they would have pulled her out of DePaul and taken her back to Michigan. So like, we were not playing. <laughs> this was a tinderbox of a situation. And instead of making the adult decision of saying, hey Ted, you're gonna stay home today, we said, no. We're going to come up with thinly veiled aliases and a backstory that we're going to do literally nothing to sell, right? And like, and the, the most fucked up thing about the whole situation was the fact that Allie had met Ted before, like two years ago, and we were all just hoping she wouldn't remember, right? So we go over, and you think like, when you have a situation like this, and you're coming up with like a backstory and alias, that you're gonna do something simple. Something that doesn't take, you know, too much attention. Like, my name is, you know, Stephen Alcott. Something that you would believe parent would name their child, but he decides that he's gonna name himself Bartholomew Ben Buskirk. Yeah, he chose a fucking alliteration as his alias name, and not only did he pick an alliteration, he kept pushing it the entire night. 
right? He's just like, yes, my name is Bartholomew Van Buskirk III, Esquire. But uh, everyone calls me Barney, but I guess Bart will do. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, she wasn't gonna ask for an ID, right? And he keeps doing it, and eventually she does. Mind you, at this point, we are at a bar. So he was carded at the door. We know he has his card on him. So she says, can I see your ID? To which he says, no. And, like, where is that gonna go? And then all of a sudden she looks over at Alex like, you know who he looks like? Ted. It looks like Ted, that guy that you broke up with a long time ago. To which Alex just says, we gotta go. And it's like, like, that's not what's happening, gotta hug, love you, it's so great seeing you, gotta go. And we just like left that fucking place, right? Like, Brown House Flats, rest in peace, Winter Delilah, still open, love that place. And like, we're sitting around, having another drink, and then Ted just looks over and is like, do you think she bought it? <laughs> no, Ted, I don't think they bought it, because you treated it like a fucking character study. What is wrong with you, right? But like, we're like, fine, and at the end of the day, we forgave him because it was fine. <laughs> it was funny, like nothing came of it. She still lives in Chicago, they broke up, good for fucking her, right? And like, at a certain point, we're like, now it's time to leave. It's time to leave, it's time to go home. And at this point, I have had probably three beers in like four hours. Like, I'm like surprisingly sober. And like, my friend Alex, she's like kind of buzzed, and then Ted is a problem, right? So we're sitting up just like buckled in at the front seat, and then he is just sprawled out the back, just having the time of his life. And I'm driving, we're going across, and it's not going well. I've already told you about the car. So we decide, and our adolescence genius, uh, that we don't like driving this car and we need to get home, so we're gonna get on the highway so we get home faster. <laughs> you know? So we get onto the highway, and then immediately realized that we really can't go any faster than 35 to 45 miles an hour in this thing, and everyone is just whizzing past us. And at this point, I'm sober, but I'm panicking, right? I'm just like, oh my god, what have we done? This was a mistake, this was a mistake. I don't know how fast I'm going, I don't know how fast these are going, like, I don't know, what are we doing? And instead of stopping, I start screaming at Ted, you need to turn on the hazards! I can't see them, your dashboard doesn't fucking work. And he's just like, okay, fine, here you go. Turns on the radio and goes back to sleep. And I'm like, that wasn't, what, okay. And then like, and then all of a sudden, we hit the smallest bump. And all of a sudden, the car levels out. And I'll tell you this, I do not exaggerate. I have never been so terrified of good news in my fucking life. You know, cause like, you know, if you have a car and it's fucked up, it hits something and it's different in any way, it's never good news, right? Like it's never a good thing. And then all of a sudden smoke starts coming through the vents, whispering, you're all gonna die, right? And then, uh, then we hear this bang coming from the driver's side, all of a sudden sparks flying out, and there is our tire on the other side of the road, bouncing down, going faster than us. And then there's Ted in the backseat, like, that's my tire! That's my tire right there! And we're like, we know, Ted, but come on, we're coming to a stop, calm down. Right? Like, it's fine. So like, my dad told me what to do in this situation, keep the, you know, keep the wheels steady, don't keep your uh, foot on the gas, you just glide it into the breakdown lane, it was fine. He keeps screaming, he's like, oh my god, it's my tire, what are we gonna do? And we're just like, yeah, but Ted, we're hungry now. Sarpino's is open, but they won't deliver here. We need solutions out here. <laughs> and then, like, at a certain point, we're like, what are we gonna do? And then a tow truck just pulls up right behind us, out of nowhere, right? Comes over, like, do you need help? I'm like, yes. So he, this hooks, he hooks us up, drives us home, and the whole time, Ted is sitting there just looking at the guy, 
just like, how did you know? How did you know we were there? We were there and you knew, it was crazy, you came over, picked us up, great, thank you so much, how did you know that? And I was like, no, Ted, everyone was driving by, we were broken down, he was driving a tow truck, so he stopped. We were missing a tire, he didn't have to be a psychic to figure out we weren't okay, right? So we get over, he drives us to, the, to our house, <laughs> we say thank you so much, he didn't ask for any money, which is great, because we were fucking broke, and we get out, Ted walks out, falls flat on his fucking face from like 10 feet up in this elevated truck thing. And we're just sitting there staring at him like, I wish you broke your fucking nose. Moral of the story, we go home, uh, I cook ramen, Sarpinos is closed, and uh, we had a wonderful night, I went to bed. Thank you so much everyone, I'm a queen bitch, have a wonderful day. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Victoria Vincent. I mean, like, here's the thing. I'm trying to get more followers. That's so my Instagram, Notorious underscore B-I-C. Like, if you were saying Notorious B-I-G. Um, and the amount of people I meet at shows who don't know how to spell Notorious is concerning <laughs> for the American uh, education system. But, yeah, Notorious underscore B-I-C, because my name is Victoria. And that's it, you guys. Thank you. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.